Alright, welcome to the Lift San Diego podcast. I'm your host, Wesley Guest. Here we talk about everything San Diego, like where to eat, sleep, drink, work, live, and play in America's finest city. Alright, so I think at this point, the cat's kind of out of the bag, right? The Or buying a home or condo in this real estate market is pretty much like nothing that we have ever seen. Uh, despite what some people are saying, though, it is 100% possible to be successful if you go into the home buying process with a plan and the right expectations. Wesley Guest here, and I came up with this list of 10 things I think you absolutely need to be aware of if you are thinking about or have or you're already in the market to buy a home, at least at the time of recording this video. The number one thing you need to understand is this is a seller's market. Actually, it's more than just a seller's market, it's a severe seller's market. Check out the inventory level of homes for sale. This basically means the selection of homes available for you to buy. So for April versus the same time around last year. You're reading that correct. That says 0.7 or three quarters of a month's worth uh, home supply of homes available. Just so you know, that number to be considered balanced uh, should be closer to four to five months. You can see last year's month supply was about 2.3 months. Um, at the time, and I remember this very clearly, we thought that was a hot seller's market. Bottom line here is there are very few homes uh, for sale to choose from, and there is no shortage of buyers looking to buy. So expect major competition from other buyers who want to buy the same house you do. That leads me to my second thing you should know. Expect other buyers to be trying to buy the same house you want to buy. You may have heard the term bidding war or maybe multiple offers. It's all over the news now. All this basically means is there are several other qualified buyers trying to buy the same house as you. As you can imagine, this gives the seller a major, major leverage in most cases. They pretty much get the price they want and for the terms they want. So be prepared as a buyer to make concessions. The third thing to know is expect to make those seller concessions, like I said. And they might not be concessions that you normally have to make in, let's say, a balanced market or a buyer's market. A great example is something we here we're seeing a lot of, which is called an appraisal waiver. Basically, this means that let's say you offer to buy a seller's home for $550,000. During negotiations, the seller informs you there are seven other buyers trying to buy the same home. Yes, seven other buyers. That's on the low end on a lot of homes in this market, believe it or not. You decide to up your offer to up by fifty thousand to six hundred thousand, hoping that gets the job done. In an attempt to outbid the other buyers, usually not always, but usually you would have what's called an appraisal contingency in place to ensure for yourself and for your lender that you're basically. And this is if you're using a home loan or mortgage. You can still have an appraisal if you don't, but most people most. Most of the time comes into play because they're using a home loan or a mortgage, but it basically ensures the home is actually worth the 600000 at least according to the appraiser that appraises the home. An appraisal waiver, this is how it comes into play, basically forfeits that contingency and you are responsible for the difference in cash if your home does not appraise for 600000 Your lender for the mortgage will only lend you the money up to the appraised value. All the extra cash due, that extra, let's say it appraises at 550000 you offer 600000 
that extra cash is up to you to make up the difference. In this case, for example, I gave to you, uh, if you refuse, you probably risk losing your earnest money to deposit. The fourth thing you should know is you might not be able to spend as much time in your prospective home on your home tours as you would like. Here in San Diego, for popular homes, you get 15 minutes to look around with your agent tops. It doesn't matter if the home is, say, 1,200 square feet or 4,000 square feet. If there's another buyer party scheduled after you, you better move quickly and efficiently because there's going to be that line of buyers waiting for you to finish so they can get in. I know what you're thinking, and it's pretty crappy. You want to spend some time in there, but the reality is there are so few homes for sale and so many buyers looking to buy. The seller wants you in and out. The fifth thing you should know is you need to get in quickly to see any home you might be interested in buying. When that home hits the market, you see it on the MLS through your real estate agent, you see it on Zillow, Redfin, wherever you're searching for homes. When you see that home, you need to move fast. Homes are selling on average for in 21 days. 21 days, that home's gonna be sold and under contract. Keep in mind, that's the average. The reality is, and what that really means, is the very best homes, and I would imagine you want one of the very best homes, are selling in a matter of days. Two, three, four days, that's what I'm usually seeing. This goes for pretty much every price point. The next thing you should know is you need to be prepared to make an offer quickly. Meaning, make sure you talk about the purchase contract and what it means and all the different clauses and paragraphs with your agent well in advance before you ever step foot in a house. The problem is you need to know what you're signing beforehand. You're not going to have the time in most cases to go over those documents in depth once you do find a house that you love. You need to know what you're signing well in advance. Every second counts in getting your offer in fast. The next thing is, and it might might sound a little bit counterintuitive to what I just said, but expect to wait for a response from the sellers in many cases. Sometimes the response comes quickly. Most of the time right now, it feels like it's taking a little bit longer. Home sellers are taking their time basically to receive offers in order so they get the highest and best offers they can. I mean, can you blame them? I mean, it sucks as a buyer, but if you're a seller, you probably do the same thing. So you might have to wait three days, four days, five days, maybe even longer just to get a response on your offer. Doesn't mean they're gonna accept it or reject it, just to get a simple response. Buying a home can be such an emotional ride, so be prepared for this. That leads me to number eight, which is prepare yourself emotionally. The reality is you might have to submit more than one offer for a home. You might have to submit an offer giving the seller every single thing they want and the seller still picks another offer. It sucks. The reality is the sellers have a pile of offers to choose from and yours is not going to be selected every single time. It might. Sometimes people get lucky. You get the first one you bid on, but oftentimes you don't. It's easy to fall in love with a home, so just prepare yourself so you're not completely devastated and discouraged when you have to submit several offers to finally get into the home of your dreams. Just remember, things happen for a reason. Number nine is going to be understand what you are offering and signing. It can be easy to start signing things electronically and not paying attention to what it is you are actually putting your initials and your signature to. For example, some people are getting desperate and sending in what's called a non-contingent offer. 
If that's the case, no matter what happens during your due diligence period, escrow, basically, where you perform your home inspections, the appraisal happens, uh, loan approval, that kind of stuff. If you need to withdraw from that deal, your earnest money deposit funds are toast. <laughs> Meaning, let's say you are in contract to buy an $800,000 home. Your deposit can be anywhere from 1% to 3% in most cases. At least that's the way it is in San Diego. That would equate to, let's say, 2% of the purchase price in this example, or $16,000. That means if something goes sideways and you need to bail on the deal, the seller is most likely entitled to your entire $16,000 earnest money deposit. And that's going to be right before they go into contract with the next buyer who you outbid in the process. So be careful and understand every single thing you sign. It can get ugly. And number 10 might seem a little obvious, but stay focused on the task at hand and remember why you decided to buy a home in the first place. Whatever their reason might be, don't let the state of the current market stop you. Stay focused, be persistent, show some grit, and you will ultimately be successful. I promise you. Is this market difficult to be a buyer in? Yes. Is it impossible? Not even close. All right, that's all I've got for today. To learn more about San Diego, make sure to hit that subscribe button and please leave me a review. And make sure to check out and subscribe to my YouTube channel, Live San Diego, and follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest. If you were even thinking about moving to anywhere in the San Diego area, make sure to give me a call, shoot me a text, send me an email, because if there is anything I can do to help you with your real estate needs, I will 100% make it happen.